Welcome to the Travel Agent Podcast. I'm your host, Aileen Blanco. I interview successful industry professionals and share my personal journey to becoming a travel agent. The show is for aspiring travel agents and travel professionals at every level. My mission is to uncover the universal keys to thrive in this business. Join me as I take a closer look into the life of a travel agent. And welcome to another episode of the Travel Agent Podcast. We are going to keep it going with another amazing guest, and she is going to introduce herself. Hey, everyone. My name is Margie Jordan, and I am a travel agent. I own Jordan Executive Travel. I am also an on-air talent. If anything breaks out in the news, you might see me live on air in Jacksonville, Florida. I do a little bit of writing from time to time, so you might see me in a few publications. And I am the VP of a travel agency organization called True Global Network. Wow. Okay, so we're going to (laughs) break some of this down. So let's get started by just first telling me how you got into the industry, and then we'll tackle all the other wonderful things you're doing. So it's a little bit of a crazy story um, how I got started. I actually hadn't traveled much outside of the U.S. for most of my adult life. Um, I'll say this. I traveled in the U.S. quite a bit, but not outside. So I've seen quite a few of the, the states. But when I finally did get outside of the U.S., it was probably the simplest method you could do. I jumped on a cruise ship. And I wasn't the traditional cruiser where you booked all of your shore excursions and you had all of that done. I didn't do any of that. I just got on board the cruise ship and booked not one shore excursion. When we landed in port, I just got off the boat and hopped in a taxi and went to go see the island. (laughs) So unconventional from what most people do, but it gave me a better feel for being someplace that wasn't the U.S., and to see it on my own terms. And that really became the idea that started my agency is people that wanted to travel and see it from a cultural standpoint. They wanted more rather than just the organized excursion or looking at the destination out of the bus window. I figured, I figured there was more to this. There had to be. There's people to meet, there's stories to hear, there's experiences to be had. And that's how I created my travel agency centered around those sort of principles. So how long have you been in business? So I started in 2005 um, and that gives me what about 16 years now. It's been quite a journey over those 16 years, all the things I've seen done, uh, changed even in my own business and how things have evolved, even just in the travel industry on a whole. So tell us what is one of the things that you didn't do so well in the very beginning that you uh, kind of bounced back and became like an expert. I rushed everything. I rushed all of my branding. I picked a name I didn't like. I, I did all the things I probably shouldn't have done because I wanted to start. And I, I don't know if you guys know this scenario, but I'm that girl who is a bit of a perfectionist and I couldn't come up with a name I loved. I couldn't come up with branding I loved it. I'm sitting and I'm waiting and I'm sitting and I'm waiting, trying to find the right name, the right look, the right feel till everything is perfect. Well, everything never became perfect. So instead of continuing to wait, um, someone suggested a name to me and I went with it and I hated it. It was ASAP travel. I hated it. 
because there was nothing about the way I booked travel that was fast, okay? Because it took a little bit of work to figure out where you're gonna send someone in a particular country, what experiences they wanna have and how to create them. This was not call me up, you've got a quote in two hours and you know, you've booked it by end of day and you're ready to go. I didn't sell travel that way. So it didn't speak to my brand and I just didn't give it the time I needed to. So unfortunately, um, I had to rebrand and I got forced into rebranding. I, I mean, honestly, forced into it because there was another company um, by this a same name, a very similar name. It was ASAP something and it was cruises or something. And they were selling cruise certificates, but they were uh, in a sense scamming some people. So bad reviews started popping up. They'd find my page instead of this other company's page. And it was terrible, it was terrible. So that was the last straw. We ditched the name, we found a name that we loved and stuck with it. And I decided to create, finally after about five, six years, create an agency that actually reflected the type of travel that I wanted to sell. So outside of rushing it, because that's a great story, but <laughs> um, outside of like rushing it, what um, what is something you wish somebody would have told you um, about starting a business and being an entrepreneur um, when you first started? So what I wish someone would have said to me was that you were starting a business. I think a lot of times we actually start out being a travel agent and not a business owner. I wish someone had set me down and taught me how to be a business owner first. There are so many issues I could have avoided. My focus was, let me learn how to sell travel. Let me learn how to you know, figure out where I'm gonna send people, learn how to do research, learn how to qualify, uh, qualify, qualify a client and do all of those things you guys know that we're, we're told we're supposed to do. But nobody taught me how to be a business owner. Nobody taught me about the legalities, contracts. Nobody taught me about finances, marketing, none of that. All of that stuff got put on the back burner. And you know how you launch and then you, you grow a little bit because everybody's excited. You got this brand new business and okay, great. We're going to support her. And then it stops or it slows. Or, and then it's just a small little crawl trying to get to where you need to get. And then you have to stop literally and go back and learn how to be a business owner. So I wish somebody had set me down and said that first. There's a lot more to owning a travel agency than just knowing how to sell travel. There's a whole lot more. So what do you think you have gained most from being in the travel industry? I think the whole experience between being a travel agency owner, just getting out there and seeing the world, this taught me so much about other cultures and people. One of the things I feel like is like a, a foundation for me as a traveler, as an agency owner, is the understanding that we all want the same things. No matter where you live, no matter what your religion is, no matter what your cultural background is, we all want the same things. Some of us may take the road to the left to get it. Others take the road to the right. But we're all trying to reach that same endpoint. It's given me a lot of tolerance. It's taught me a lot of things. I can tell you the first time, one, one of my most life-changing trips was the first time I went to Dubai. I um, hadn't intended to go to Dubai. I was actually going to India. And when I booked my flights, Dubai was a stopover for me getting to Delhi. 
And a friend of mine said, Margie, why don't you spend a few days in Dubai? Hadn't even crossed my mind. I'm like, why not? So I did. And it was probably one of the most life-changing experiences I had. The first day we went out, I had a private guide because I knew I'd have a lot of questions. This was my first time in the UAE. And I just knew I'd have a lot of questions. And I don't want to look crazy being the only one asking 500 questions. So I got a private guide and I spent the better part of the day with him. And when he he picked me up and he said to me, Margie, okay, so before the end of the day, you're going to have to guess where I'm from. He said, it's in the Middle East, but you're going to have to guess. And I'm thinking, this is probably not going to go well because I'm not going to get it right. So we're out wandering around and wandering. I'm having a great time. And he's telling me all about um, the UAE, the culture, and just everything we're seeing, all the sites he took me to. And at the end of the day, we were standing in old Dubai, um, not too far from the gold souk. And he said to me, he turned around and he said to me, okay, now it's time you have to guess. And where am I from? And I'm like, I don't have a clue. You know, you got to help me out here. He's like, well, it's in the Middle East. Well, you're still not helping me any, you know, I mean, come on, come on. So he, he tells me he's from Afghanistan. And I stood there and I looked at him for a minute and you have to take this into context because during the day, generally in um, old Dubai, it's mostly men out. Um, and I noticed it right away. I was one of the few women who were out walking around with this guy, one of the few. And um, we had just passed an area where you could hear um, the call for prayer that went out. And down this alleyway, we could see all the men that were down there praying. And we, all these things were happening at the same time. And this man tells me he's from Afghanistan. So I'm standing there looking at him. And I said, you know, our countries don't get along. And he looked at me, he said the most profound thing to me. He said, Margie, there are angels and demons in every country. And I just looked at him and I just thought, I went back to my room and I kid you not, I bawled like a baby because I, here I am spending a whole day with this man from Afghanistan under the guise that there's so much controversy between us and them that they don't like Americans, they don't this, they don't that. And I spent this whole wonderful day with this man and had a, a great appreciation for who he was and just his talent as a guy and felt no threat, felt the safe as I'd ever felt. And it changed my whole perspective on how things are presented to me here in the U.S. So I don't take everything to heart anymore that comes across, you know, the TV or anywhere else. For me, it's more about me being able to go out and see and explore. And as I meet these people, the next day it was a guy from Pakistan. And the whole, the whole three, four nights I was there was filled with stories uh, that people shared with me of people that I met and talked to. Most life-changing experience ever. And that, to me, is what makes travel so amazing. So I had not, not gotten into this industry. I don't know that I would have had any of that experience or even that perspective that story like when you were talking about it, like I, I got a little tear in my because <laughs> that that truly is one of the reasons why I got into travel mm -hmm. is because I am from you know, this little town in Indiana that nobody knows about <laughs> and nobody goes anywhere most people never even leave the state and when I left I had not that profound of an experience but it was just like there's a whole big mm -hmm. world out there and I came back and I was like, more people have to go. I have to help more people see what I was able to see. So thank <laughs> you 
um, for that story. And thank you for doing what you're doing because it you you talk about it so eloquently that like hearing that it 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 makes me want to do more. It makes me go want to go more places. So I can see why you've been in business. <laughs> so thank you. So um, tell me. You, um, in the beginning of the show, you named all of the things that you were doing. So would you like to kind of touch on a couple? Yeah, of so um, we talked about the travel agency a little bit. So you have a good idea of that piece. But um, I sort of do some on-air appearances here. I say sort of. It's really based around when things happen in the travel industry. Then I get calls from the local news media to come in and do on-air appearances. And they're usually live on-air appearances. And we've talked about everything from when Cuba was opening up and you could travel there to Brexit, uh, to the pandemic, to when things are backed up with um, passports. We've talked about everything under the sun. When we went into lockdown um, and the pandemic was just kind of starting, I had numerous opportunities to be live on air talking about what was happening. And it's, you can see even from the stories that I did, how things had evolved because we knew very little about COVID-19 at that point. But the more we learned, the stories and the things we talked about evolved. So it's a cool opportunity just to, to get in front of the consumers and talk about what's going on and how travel, these events affect travel and how it affects them. So that's one side of it. Um, and then I do write a little bit, which I, I, and I'll be honest, I love it. I love to write and I'm, I'm a talker. I can write novels if you let me. <laughs> and <laughs> I have to learn how to um, temper that down a little bit, but it's something I absolutely love to do. So hoping to work with an editor in the future and do a lot more writing because it's, it's truly a passion for me. And then the last piece of that is um, working with CCRA and the True Global Network as VP. That's been probably one of the most rewarding things I've ever done because you interface with so many travel agents and you really get to have a hand in how they grow and helping their businesses move along. So one of the most rewarding things I've ever done. Um, And I have a passion for I'm a bleeding heart, man. I'll help anybody. <laughs> All you have to do is ask. I'll help anybody. <laughs> and I will agree because I, I'm just so ecstatic about meeting you and being able to interact with you on a semi-regular basis um, because you are, you are such a light. And so I am sure that um, all the people that you get to interact with feel very similar. <laughs> so um <laughs> So as far as like what is going on right now, what is something like super exciting that's going on in your business and in your personal life that you have coming up? So one of the things I'm trying to cultivate is, and I don't have a name for it yet, but it's going to be centered around conversations, cultural conversations. I have met and had some interesting experiences out there, like the one in Dubai. Um, Even when we were, that trip continued on to India and we got to speak with a local guide there and he talked to us about arranged marriages and we all know that's real taboo here in the u.s we don't you know no arranged marriages over here but if you hear it from their perspective it might change your mind because you know i'd be great i would be just wonder it'd be wonderful for me if somebody you go check him out make sure he's got good credit his family's good everything's stable he's got a job and then you present him to me and let me see if i like him 
I love this idea, you know? So when you hear from their perspective, it might change your idea about, you know, how that kind of works. And I know there's, it's not the same in every locale and every country. I get it. But yeah, it just opens your perspectives up a little bit. So some of these conversations I want to do more with. So I'm starting to talk to people who either live abroad or who um, were born somewhere else and live here in the U.S. and talk about their culture, um, not only how they grew up, what's important to know in their country, but as a traveler, you know, we tend to not go off the beaten path. We stay in the well-known tourist spots. So where's the little known places that as a traveler, I really shouldn't miss when I come to their country? and have those conversations and we're going to record them video audio and I'm going to take it and write about it so it's probably one of the most exciting things I'm doing and I'm so excited about it quite honestly because I haven't been able to travel like I want to it's kind of feeding a little bit of that desire to have those conversations since I can't get out there I'm gonna have them at home and then we're going to share them with with my audience oh man that sounds I will Definitely make sure I know when it <laughs> launches because I will promote the crap out of it. <laughs> back up. I will promote it so well for you. <laughs> that, <too. laughs> that sounds so exciting. And I can't wait to hear because that, that same situation with the arranged marriages and having, having cultural conversations with people, it really does. I think our media and in the U.S. kind of we put tunnels on. We think we're open-minded, but it, it's really kind of tunnel vision. And when you hear these stories and you see how passionate they are and, and how it's passed down, you know, generation after generation, I think it's beautiful. It is. So I'm looking forward to that. Well, this has been a very amazing conversation. I knew it would be. Um, <laughs> so if you want to learn more, go to the travelagentpodcast.com backslash blog. And all of her information will be there. Um, is there anything that we didn't cover that you think might be important to kind of talk about today? All I can say is a couple, just a couple of quick little things that if you're a travel agent and you're listening, then this is the most amazing opportunity you have. We had a rough year. Let's, we did. But that doesn't change the nature of travel. That doesn't change how people want to travel, or even if they want to travel. We have an amazing opportunity to change lives. For me, that's what it's really about, is giving somebody an experience that'll change their life. So you are part of that. And take your business and pivot the best way you can and get things going again. And if you're listening and you're thinking about coming into the travel industry, Come on in. Oh my gosh, come on in. I know everybody's going to say not now because nobody's traveling. This is the perfect time to create a business and do exactly what I said in the beginning. Learn to be a business owner while it's slow. You can get all those things together and then you can launch when travel returns again and it'll be fabulous. So it's a wonderful time to be in the industry, no matter which side of that fence you're sitting on. Always such great advice. Well, thank you again for coming on the show. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and year and that things pick up and uh, we'll be able to have a fabulous conversation a couple months from now where you're telling me everything is beautiful and we hear more about your conversations. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for joining the Travel Agent Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. 
visit the travelagentpodcast.com for more information about today's episode and other travel agent resources. Be sure to tune in every Thursday for new episodes. Until next time, continue to build a travel business you love.